So several years ago, I realized that I didn't really know my grandfather very well. I mean, I knew him, but in a, a handful of stories that he would tell, but I didn't really know a lot about his life or his thoughts or, um, or really his history. And that was a gap in my world. And I started thinking about my own grandchildren as they were beginning to come into the world. And I decided that I would begin a series of, of videos uh, called the Greenhouse Dialogues, where I just sit back and, and share stories, share things from my life, uh, talking to my grandkids so that when I am dead and gone, there will be a permanent record of true stories from my past that they can watch and hear and so that they will know me a lot better than I knew my grandfather. And so in this episode of The Eclectic Monk, I just want to share um, the Greenhouse Dialogues Part 7, the latest one that I've done. Uh, it's posted on YouTube. If you go to my YouTube channel, you can get there through theeclecticmonk.com. I'll give you a link to get into my YouTube channel and you can watch that. Or, um, or you can just listen to the audio here on the podcast. This is called Post-Holiday Downs, the true story of the worst Christmas that I can remember and why it matters. So, fellow travelers, till we meet again, travel well, enjoy the journey, and God bless you. And thanks for listening and sharing this podcast with others. We'll see you next time. Welcome to the Greenhouse, Christmas Day, 2021. And tonight, grandchildren, I want to share with you the memory that I have of one of the worst Christmases I ever experienced. The year was 1986, and in that particular year, I was married, but I had no children. I was working for Federal Express, and as that Christmas season progressed and that last week leading up to Christmas happened, apparently the weather in Memphis was really problematic. They had like ice storms and winter storms and stuff. And so as I was delivering all the packages I had to deliver, when I would get finished, there was a late plane coming in and we would have to go back to the station, reload and go back out and deliver some more. And so I was working 10, 12, 13, 14 hours a day right up until Christmas Day. My brother was actually stationed in Belgium. He was in the Air Force, stationed in Belgium. He had come home for Christmas and uh, was actually dealing with my my dad, my my uh, sister-in-law at the time, his wife at the time, was living with my dad, and there was all kind of this problems going on. So my brother had come home to deal with all this stuff, and on that particular Christmas day, 1986, 
we were at my grandparents' house. Um, my grandparents' house was the one place in my life growing up that was stable. It was the only place that was always the same because we moved a lot when I was a kid. And of course, after my dad left uh, in 1976, 77, uh, things had gotten pretty crazy. But my grandparents' house was always the same. It was always that one stable place where we could go. And so on Christmas Day, we always went to my grandparents' house for Christmas lunch, for you know lunchtime, and then uh, we would open gifts and do all that stuff. And so in 1986, we were there. And I was exhausted. Just mentally, physically wiped out. Completely wiped out. And my brother was in town, but he was completely distracted. He had so much stuff going on in his own personal life. Um, and we ended up at my grandparents' house. And, um, well, apparently... I was in a really bad mood, you know, I, I, I wasn't dealing with things very well. I didn't want to be there. I was suddenly, I'm there and surrounded by all of these people and I just was tired and I just was in a bad mood. And so, I'll never forget, my mother came up to me and she told me, you you just need to go home. Just go home. You don't want to be here. And, and I remember looking at her going, you're right. I don't want to be here. And so I grabbed my wife. We were, we were married. Um, hadn't been married long, but we were married in 1986. And, uh, and we went home. And I took an nap. And then I think I went to my in-law's house that night and dealt with that too. But I'll never forget that Christmas because it's the last Christmas where we were all together. My family, me, my mother, my brother, my grandparents, my cousins, my aunt and uncle were all together. My brother was redeployed after that, was not home for the next several years. My granddad died just a few years afterwards and it was the last time that we were as a family together and it was terrible. <laughs> it was just miserable because I was exhausted and out of sorts. My brother was emotionally out of sorts and uh, you know everything was just off it was just off it was just a bad Christmas and looking back on it the thing that is a blessing to me now is that it was so bad because a few weeks after that Christmas I, I wrote a song which I will share at the end of this video. It's a song called Post-Holiday Downs. And the point of the song, of course, is that 
it's been the holiday season and it was not as good as it was supposed to be. See, we all expect Christmas Day to be this wonderful moment, right? It's supposed to be this great time of family connection and gift giving and joy and peace and all that stuff. Sometimes it's not. And the truth is, I look back on that Christmas, 1986, a long time ago, and I remember it because it was so bad. Because it was so bad, I wrote a song about it, and that song has been with me ever since. It was so bad that I've always carried a burden about that Christmas where we were all together and it should have been great but it wasn't and it was our last chance to have a great Christmas and we didn't and so what do we learn from that well I think it's important for us to grab every moment that we have and embrace it and enjoy it and try to make the best, even when we don't feel like it, even when um, we're tired. (laughs) Because in 1986, on that Christmas day, I was just tired. I was just physically worn out. I'd worked so hard for five or six days in a row, and I would just... I was just worn out. My brother was emotionally compromised and worn out. And we were, neither one of us, in the mood for pretending to be happy and joyful. We weren't. Sometimes life is hard. But we've got to, we've got to embrace even those hard moments. Because the hard moments are the memorable moments. They're the things that stick with us. They're the things that 25, 30, 35 years later, we're still thinking about. I certainly am. Today, as I am just right around the corner from 59 instead of 23, I was 23 years old in 1986. I'll be 59 in a couple of months. And I would give anything to be in a room with my mom my brother, and my grandmother, and my grandfather, and my cousins, and my aunt, and my uncle. God, it would be great to be in a room with them. And it will not happen. It will never happen again.
again. But I can be in a room with my wife, my sister-in-law, my children, my daughters-in-law, my son-in-law, my grandchildren, and I can enjoy those moments. And I choose to enjoy those moments, even when life is difficult. And here on Christmas Day in 2021, life is difficult. But, but, I will want to embrace it. I will enjoy this day. I will. I will take advantage of this opportunity to be together. Anyway, until we gather together again, which we will, I'll keep doing this until I can't. God bless you. And know you are deeply, deeply loved. It's disconcerting, learning each 
the season You can find the time But that's not always easy Silent night And the one goes open sleigh Well it's all so So I really, really do appreciate you listening to the podcast, and I appreciate you sharing it on social media or just by word of mouth. Appreciate you following it, liking it, rating it if possible on whatever outlet that you're enjoying it on, and appreciate all the encouragement that I've gotten along the way. The nine of you still inspire me, and I really, really thank you all from the very bottom of my heart. So again, till we meet again, God bless. Thanks.